Welcome to My Heart Songs, podcast number 226, Center and Edge. As we move into colder weather and again experience the true turning of the seasons, I'm grateful to have a home that is comfortable and safe. What with all the mindless, endlessly justified and rationalized violence in the world continuing to unfold daily in horrific reports, I'm filled with gratitude for the many small blessings, and larger ones too, that fall down upon me every day. For the past couple of weeks, and last year around the same time as well, we've had a very persistent thrasher, perhaps even a Bendier's thrasher, a New Mexico bird of conservation concern, tapping on our windows. I'm aware that such behavior may simply be claiming territory, yet I can't but wonder if it brings some message from the spirit world indicating a home filled with strong energy and supported by uplifting universal forces, reminding me that good luck, prosperity, and love are on the way. It brings to mind the old S teaching of at any given moment, always choose a conversation that empowers. Constantly connected to a digital neighborhood, endlessly distracted, lost in the trance of busyness and the cult of productivity, I can easily drift from living on purpose. I firmly believe that everyone needs a center and an edge. Now, center is different from the process of centering discussed in podcast 139. Center is home in every sense of the word. It's all my relations, everything I deeply love, all that nourishes and supports me, including my cherished value system. It encompasses the physical space of what I consider home with its safety, security, and peace, nurturing the emotional and spiritual aspects of my being as well my personal cave of delights. It's a few special objects with which I resonate deeply. Why don't I just get rid of the rest? Well, I need another podcast for that. My curio cabinet, for example, bursting with natural and artful pieces of beauty. Various thingamajigs that in their own way carry meaning and soul. Center is a space and place of cherished activities, especially playing music on guitar, piano, and marimba, and the joyful flow that so easily enlivens. And some old treasured cooking gear that I use constantly for preparing not only those special comfort foods, but daily sustenance. Books, English and Italian, that both inspire and bring comfort that there's so much amazing creativity and wonder in our world. The center of home also includes a circle of closely held loved ones, both blood relatives and bonded friends, a crucible of caring, giving, and receiving that is immeasurable. You get the idea. There's a Nordic expression, to be in the middle of the butter eye. Not gibberish as it might initially seem, and it makes more sense when placed within the context of a hot bowl of porridge on a cold morning. To be that large dollop of butter melting and nurturing goodness means to be in a very favorable position, not unlike our English idiom having it made in the shade. That is the felt sense of center and being home. Center is also that little happy peaceful place inside, my inner sanctuary. For years I've cultivated a self-guided inner sanctum visualization which I regularly visit to interact with my four main animal guides as well as wise elders and other characters. I've journaled regularly at least once a month since I was a young lad in my early 20s, so going there also feels like a visit to the center of my victorness. Barbara A. Holmes, theologian and former professor of African American studies, puts it this way, quote, When everything around you is beyond your control and you shatter, you find within yourself a space of solitude, peace, and refuge, 
that allows you to begin to gather yourself again, close quote. Now, edge is the territory of development, risk, change, and evolution, where deep desires drive me to a path of growth-infused uncertainty. Edge is grand terrain for exploring fears and what holds me back, a menu of of get-out-of-my-own-way possibilities. It's also where I learn about how I learn, including the main modalities of visual, auditory, and kinesthetic, and where I must focus my attention, depending on the new skill or way of being that I am exploring. It's always interesting to observe whether my edge is offering a new creative outlet, exploring pairings of found stones and wood, a specific skill, playing didgeridoo, or developing a novel habit around relationship communication, for example. I find it helpful, thank you again, S-Training, to get what stage I'm currently inhabiting. Moving from unconsciously incompetent, where I don't even know what I need to, to consciously incompetent, to consciously competent, to unconsciously competent, where the whole flow experience happens. Transforming from not even knowing what I don't know to a sense of competence that can be relied upon is embodied and thus moves from my edge to more of a center place in my being. Edge constantly also offers opportunities to replace self-judgment with self-forgiveness, and most importantly, to love the practice while staying on the path. George Leonard, in his book Mastery, explains, quote, How do you best move toward mastery? To put it simply, you practice diligently, but you practice primarily for the sake of the practice itself. Rather than being frustrated while on the plateau, you learn to appreciate and enjoy it just as much as you do the upward surges, close quote. An edge also encourages me to invite support in the form of teacher, guide, mentor, or friend. Center and edge make inherently true intuitive sense to me. Both contribute in diverse ways to my ongoing personal, very human evolution. If spirituality is simply the sum of my everyday experience of being alive, then both center and edge contribute to its deepening, as long as I stay awake and aware of all those magnificent connections. What comprises your center, and what edge are you currently walking? As always, thanks for listening, and remember, friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.